0: This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles Multi-Track Meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time around. Tonight on the Beatles Multi-Track Meltdown, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to hear a number of BBC radio shows that have never seen official release in the first of a multi-part series. On March 7th, 1962, the Beatles entered the Playhouse Theater in Manchester to record their first show for BBC Radio the Teenagers' Turn, Here We Go program, which was transmitted the next day. The group would go on to play 275 unique performances of 88 different songs on 53 radio shows between March 7, 1962 and May 20, 1965. The Beatles began their career on BBC Radio 10 days after they auditioned for Decca Records. Brian Epstein submitted an application to audition for the BBC show Teenager's Turn, and although they hadn't heard back from DECA about a recording contract, they were granted an audition for the BBC, and on February 12, 1962, the group arrived at the BBC's Manchester studio. They performed two Lennon-McCartney originals, Hello Little Girl and Like Dreamers Do, as well as Chuck Berry's Memphis, Tennessee, Until There Was You from the recent musical The Music Man for producer Peter Pilby. On the audition forum, he commented, an unusual group, not as rocky as most, more country and western with a tendency to play music, which as he recalled was high praise indeed because a lot of noise came out of most three guitars and drums groups. Despite Pillbeam's comments on the singers, John Lennon, yes, Paul McCartney, no, both singers were featured on their radio debut, recorded in front of a live audience. The group performed four songs, Roy Orbison's Dream Baby, sung by McCartney, Chuck Berry's Memphis, Tennessee, and the Marvelettes' Please, Mr. Postman, sung by Lennon, and the Lennon-McCartney original, Hello, Little Girl, sung by Lennon, with McCartney on certain sections. Unfortunately, Hello, Little Girl was never broadcast, and is presumed to be lost forever. Tonight we'll hear the three songs that were broadcast on March 8, 1962, one of two shows featuring Pete Best on drums. We'll follow with the second and last show with Best on Drums, another teenager's turn show, recorded in Manchester. It was recorded on June 11, 1962, five days after their first EMI recording session, and was broadcast on the 15th. It features the first lennon McCartney original heard on radio, Ask Me Why, as well as Besame Mucho and one of the rarest songs heard on the BBC radio shows, Joe Brown and the Brothers' A Picture of You. Harrison takes the lead vocals for the first time on a BBC radio show, but the group would not perform this UK number two hit again on any other radio shows. Harrison and Brown would become close friends, and Brown would close the Concert for George recorded at the Royal Albert Hall one year after Harrison's death with a touching performance of I'll See You in My Dreams.
1: Number Dream Baby, which seems to be doing very well for Roy Orbison in the American charts, with Paul McCartney on vocal lead, it's the Beatles. <laughs> Sweet dream. John Lennon takes the vocal lead in this rhythm and blues version of Memphis, Tennessee.
2: the number, but I know who placed the call. Ball took the message and he wrote it on the wall. Help information more than that I cannot have, only that I miss her, and all the fun we had. We were pulled apart because my mom was not agree. Hurry home, drop down a The little from her eyes.
1: John Lennon takes the stage once more for their offering of the record, which is doing so much at present for the Marvelette. Here now is a cry, please, Mr. Postman. Our guest for tonight entitled Ask Me Why. Our guest bring a group by the name of The Beatles. I love you, you tell me things I want to know. And it's true that it really
2: only goes to show that I know that I, I. I
1: Come on stage now with Paul McCartney taking the vocal lead in what must surely be a Spanish classic, Besame Mucho. In the church is Mr. Joe Brown, who is lucky enough to have a picture of you, which is also the cue for the final offering from the Beatles today, and this time it's a feature for George Harrison. In
2: the I go to ground.
0: After the Beatles' June 15th performance for Teenager's Turn, drummer Ringo Starr took over after Pete Best was let go in August 1962. Starr's first two performances for BBC Radio recorded in the fall of 62 no longer exist, but his third radio appearance as a Beatle does. On January 16th, 1963, the group once again recorded in front of a live audience in Manchester for Here We Go. They played four songs, but only broadcast three. Three cool cats ending up on the cutting room floor. We do, however, have the opportunity to hear segments of these three songs, two Lennon McCartney originals released as their second single five days earlier, and one Gotham King cover from their debut LP that would be recorded on February eleventh. We'll begin this section of the show with the group's first radio interview. On October 27, 1962, before their fourth and final performance at Home Hall in Birkenhead, the Beatles recorded a radio interview for Radio Clatterbridge. The station served two local hospitals, Cleaver and Clatterbridge, and the group was interviewed by Monty Lister with additional questions from Malcolm Threadgill and Peter Smethurst. It's interesting to hear Starr comment on how he's only been a Beatle for nine weeks. Enjoy.
3: Well, it's a very great pleasure for us this evening to say hello to an up-and-coming Merseyside group, the Beatles. And I know their names, and I'm going to try and put faces to them now. You're John Lennon, aren't yes, you? Yes, that's right. What do you do in the group, John? I play harmonica, rhythm, guitar, yes. and vocal. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Isn't they? Harmonica, rhythm, guitar, and vocal. Then there's Paul McCartney, that's yeah, you. Yeah, me, yeah. And what do you do? Play bass, guitar, and uh, sing, <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what they quite say. apart from being vocal well
4: yes. Yes, yes
3: then there's george harrison how do you do how do you
4: do what what's your job uh lead guitar and sort of singing mm-hmm. by playing
3: lead guitar does that mean you're sort of leader of the group or are you no
4: no just well you see the other guitars the rhythm yeah. Ching, ting ting so ting you, ting, it's you solo yeah. guitar
3: you see john is in fact the leader of the group yeah I don't know whether we caught that or not, but uh, I hope it went in. And over in the background here, and also in the background of the group, i making a lot of noise, is Ringo Starr. Hello. You're new to the group, aren't you? Yes, um, nine weeks now. Uh, were you in on the act when the recording was made Yes, I'm deal? on the record. You know, you're on <laughs> no, <disc>. I am. <laughs> yeah. It's down on record, you know. <laughs> now, um, I'm the drummer. <laughs> what's that offensive weapon you've got there? Those are your drumsticks. Well, it's um, right? just a pair of sticks a fan of just bought me, you know, because we're going away, and they put my name on, yeah. and yeah. it's ah. good, you know. Well, you say you're going away. That leads us on to another question. Now, where are you going? Germany. Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you have... Two weeks. Standing in great engagements over there, haven't you? At... Well, the boys have been there quite a lot, you know, and I've been there with other groups, but this is the first time I've been there with the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Well, Paul, you tell us, how did you get in on the act in Germany?
4: Well, it was all through an old agent. We first went there for, for uh, a fellow who used to manage us Mr. Alan Williams of the Jacaranda Club in Liverpool, and he found the engagement, so we sort of went there and then went under our own steam
5: Steam,
4: as they say say, afterwards you know Mm -hmm. and we've just been going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards You're not dizzy at all? (laughs) Well yes actually yes Yes, yes. it's my my left leg you know the walk (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: Um, George um, were you um, brought up in Liverpool? Yes so far yes. Uh, Whereabouts? Well born in Wavertree and bred
4: in Wavertree and speak Well, the aeroplanes are, you know. Yes, Yes. Yes. the aeroplanes. Are you all
3: Liverpool types then? Yes. Uh, Types, yes. Liverpool. (laughs) Now, I'm told that you were actually in the same form as young Ron Witcherly Now, Ronald. Yes. Yes. Now, Billy Fury. In Saint Silas. In which? Saint Silas. Really? Yes, I'm sure it was. (laughs) Now it was. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't Jingle Vale, like you said in the Musical Express. Oh. No, that was. No, that was a. Wrong. Saint Silas School. Well now, I'd like to introduce, if I may, a young disc jockey who uh, helps us out with programmes at Cleaver and Clatterbridge Hospitals. His name is Malcolm Threadgill, he's 16 years old, and I'm sure you'd like to ask some questions from the teenage point of view, Malcolm. Yes, thank you. Um, I understand you've made uh, other recordings before on German label. Yeah. Is that right? What ones, they? Really?
4: Well, we did make... Uh, made, first of all, we made a recording with a fellow called Tony Sheridan. We were working at a club called the Top Ten Club in Hamburg. And we made a recording with him called My Bonnie, which got to number five in the German Hit Parade, but <laughs> it never, it didn't do a thing over here, you know, it was, uh, it wasn't a very good record, but so sort of the Germans must have liked it a bit, you know, and we, <laughs> oh. <laughs> begging your pardon, and we did uh, an instrumental which was released in France on an LP, uh, on an EP, of Tony Sheridan's, which George and John wrote themselves, but that didn't—that wasn't released here. We've got one copy. That's all. You know, it didn't do anything. Uh,
3: you composed um, "P.S. I Love You" and um, "Love Me Do" yourself, didn't you?
4: Yeah. Who who
3: com- who does the composing?
4: Well, It's John and I. We write, you know, sort of the songs between us. Yeah. It's, you know, we've we've sort of signed contracts and things to say that. Now, we sort equal of shares. Yeah, equal yeah. shares and royalties and things, so that, you know, really we just both write most of the stuff. George did write this instrumental, you know, as we say, but mainly it's John and I. We've written about, over about a hundred songs, but we don't use half of them, you know. We just happen to sort of rearrange Love Me Do and played it to the recording people mm-hmm. and P.S. out of You. And uh, mm-hmm. they seem to quite like it, you know, so that's what we recorded. And that was Paul McCartney
3: telling you all about it. <laughs> Is Anymore? there any more of your own um, compositions you intend
2: to record? Well,
3: we, we did record another song of our own when we were down there, but it wasn't wasn't finished enough. So, no, we'll take it back next time and see how they like it then. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's all for my end. <laughs> well, thank you for asking the questions, Malcolm. Um, now, uh, w- in closing, I would like to just ask you, um, we're recording this at Hume Hall, Port Sunlight. Did, you, uh, did any of you... It- I'll start again in English. English. Did any of you come over this side before you became famous, as it were? Do you know this Mm -hmm. district? Well, we played here. Uh, I don't know what you mean by famous, you know. If (laughs) If
4: being famous is being in the hit parade, well,
3: we've been over
4: here. Uh, We were here about two months ago. Been here twice, haven't we? I've got relations here, Rock Ferry. Have you?
3: Yes. Um, Oh, all sides of the water, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got a
4: relation in uh, Clawton Village
3: yes upton road I was a friend in Baconhead. <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had I know a man in chester <laughs> now that's a very dangerous thing to say there's a mental home there mate um, well, never mind peter uh peter Smether, peter smethurst is here as well i'll get my right teeth in <laughs> yeah I mean, okay. and he looks as though he's bursting to say a question yeah well there's just
4: one question i'd like to ask you i'm sure it's a question everyone's asking there uh, i like your impressions on first appearance on television well, you know, strangely enough, we thought we were going to be dead nervous and everyone said, you suddenly, when you see the cameras, you realise that there were two million people watching because there were two million watching that, people in places that we did, we heard afterwards. But, you know, strangely enough, it, it, didn't, you know, it didn't come to us, we didn't think at all about that, and it was much easier doing the television than it was doing the radio. It was still nerve-wracking, but it was a little bit easier than doing radio because there was a full audience for the radio broadcast.
3: Do you find it nerve-wracking doing this
5: now? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: (laughs) Anyway, we hope we've got a full audience in uh, both hospitals, Clatterbridge and Cleaver, and over at Cleaver Hospital uh, a certain record on Parlophone, the top side has been requested for Eileen in Robert Koch Ward from Maddy, and strangely enough, for Maddy from Eileen in the same ward, so perhaps the Beatles themselves would like to tell them what it's going to be
4: yeah well I think it's going to be
3: love R me do yeah. four nine four nine, nine. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> love me do Quiet, yeah. folks and I'm sure from them it, it, the answer is ps I love you yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right,
0: By the March 16th Saturday Club Show, broadcast live from London, the Beatles already had a number one hit, Please Please Me, according to the New Musical Express and Melody Maker charts, and their debut LP was to be released in less than a week. For this show, they played six songs, and tonight we'll hear the four not commercially released, the Lennon mccartney Pen Misery, Chuck Berry's Too Much Monkey Business, their number one hit, Please Please Me, and Chan Romero's The Hippy Hippie Shake. Fellow Liverpoolians, the Swingin' Blue Jeans, would release the song as a single in December 63, and it would reach number two in the UK and number 21 in the US, their biggest hit in the States.
6: Oh, about that? Well, now, you've probably read somewhere recently that John Lemon was being... Out of the act with a dodgy throat, right, John? Dodgy, oh, very. Well, he's back now, as you can hear, and uh, (laughs) you'll be working with the boys tonight, I guess. Oh, definitely.
1: I joined them last night,
6: Good for you. Now, apart from uh, establishing a sort of fashion in hairstyles, clothes, music and everything else, you write songs as well, don't you? Oh, is that what we do? Well... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we do
1: write songs.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And haven't you written any one for Kenny Lynch? Kenny Lynch, yes. I don't know when it's out, but... It's It's out now. Why? Why didn't you keep it for yourself? It's a great number.
1: Well, you know... He's a friend of ours, Kenny. Oh. Well, he's only... Uh, we met him on a, the Helen Shapiro tour, I we? see. Will you do yeah. You sing
6: this number yourself? We,
1: we've done it on our LP. Out yeah.
6: next week? Yes. Yeah. All right, well, let's hear it right now.
1: Misery.
2: The world is treating me bad The too much monkey business. Too much monkey business.
1: Too much junky business for me. Five again. Working in the filling station. Too many times, why right? the wind just decides to blow and I all got Ow! Too much monkey business.
6: beginning to see why nobody can live on the same stage with this outfit so if Disney, george melly or uh, who is it rolf harris to listen this morning they've got to introduce these boys at the albert hall on april the 18th and good luck to you mate so now let's uh, from a tremendous stack of requests for please please me this week who's going to read them
1: Oliver, Right, it? come on
6: then let's have this one
4: here we go. Uh, first one's for Bar, Jill, Jane, and all the Beatles fans. All the
6: Beatles fans. <laughs> From Sue and Viv. Sue and Viv. Mind here, oh, <laughs> we can't have that. Let's have another one. Well, this is for Vivian Simmons and Form
4: 4D of Bexley Grammar School.
6: Yeah,
4: that's it. That's for all. School. And Kent. you
6: went to uh, Hanley Stoke on Trent recently, didn't you? Yeah, that's well, right. This yeah. lot that's were in the audience. Goody, yeah, this goody. is for
4: Jean and Gwen. And it's for Bud and Stanley.
6: Now, please, please me by belting up and singing, please, please me. One, two, three.
0: We're back with the BBC sessions on the Beatles' multi track meltdown. On April 3rd, the Beatles recorded a short segment for Easy Beat that was transmitted on April 7th. They played Please Please Me, Misery, and their third single, From Me to You, which would be released four days after the broadcast. It began with fellow Liverpoolian Jerry Mardson of Jerry and the Pacemakers introducing the Beatles' newest single while also plugging his hit, How Do You Do It? a song by Mitch Murray that the group recorded at George Martin's insistence, but luckily convinced Martin to pass on as one of their initial singles. Although the first two songs have yet to surface among collectors, the third has, making it the first surviving live version of From Me To You. We'll follow with the B-side of the From Me To You single, Thank You Girl. Although it was recorded earlier on April 1st, 1963, it wouldn't be broadcast until the May 13th, 1963 Side-by-Side Side program.
6: Jerry, nice to have you with us. Have been enjoying the show? Fabulous, thanks. Very good. good. Well, now I know you're a great mate of the Beatles, so I wondered uh, if you'd care to introduce their next one for us. They're going to do their new record number.
4: Oh, very good. Yeah, definitely. Oh, um, well, this is one which I really think is going to be a hit. <laughs> hope so, anyway. A number you know. one
6: like yours? Oh, <laughs>
4: yeah. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, I just hope it's going to be a hit. And nothing more I can say except, uh, how do you do it?
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: if you like it. I'm... <laughs> I sincerely hope that this one
6: Tell her what it's called then. No, not yet. Wait. Oh.
4: Well, Since I hope this one will go from the number one spot. From
1: me to you. Thank you. <laughs>
3: does the musical arranging for the group? Me. Well,
4: I do. I, I do. do. Me, no, yes, really. no, I do. I no, see.
3: Well, look, most of the songs that you sing are original compositions. Which of you composes the song? Oh, that's, that's me again. I, yes, that's I do. I do. That's me. what well. I call togetherness. Well, look, let's get down to brass tacks. The next number, thank you, girl, you did write yourself, and who had the original idea? Me. I, <laughs> idea. idea. I give up. Me. Let's hear All it.
5: Right.
0: Next up, a raucous version of Twist and Shout transmitted live on April 18th for the Swingin' Sound 63 show. We'll then close the show with two songs from the Side by Side program, recorded on April 4th, but not aired until June 24th, 1963. The first, the Beatles' first single, Love Me Do, and the second, star solo spot at the time, Boys.
3: Takes us back to last autumn, The Beatles and Love Me Do, John Lennon on the harmonica.
4: What are you two doing up here anyway?
3: We've come to play Gringo, Jolly Good. Oh, we're the drummer.
1: Aye!
4: (laughs) That'll do for me. Yes, (laughs) Gringo's going to give us uh, his uh, one and only song. Jolly Good.
3: The Boys.
0: I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963, and you've been listening to the BBC Sessions on the Beatles' multitrack meltdown. See you next week.